Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 36 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. Today, we've got a, another special guest joining us, Samantha Shopper, and she is going to share how she saved and paid off over $12,000 in just the last three months. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt Free Dad podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad, and welcome to today's show. And I am really, really excited because when we do our guest interviews uh, we get to be quiet for a while and have our guests share with you on that this is possible. Everything we talk about on this show, the the saving, the budgeting, the eliminating debt, kicking financial stress, it is all possible if you just follow some of the basic concepts that we share on this show. And today we have Sammy joining us. Sammy is 29. She's the oldest of three siblings, and currently she is living at home with her parents so she can save up and buy her home, her first home, which is awesome. She has been working in the service department at an auto dealership for the last five years, and being from Pittsburgh, she loves football, as do I, Steelers fan. Might have to talk about that uh, Super Bowl thing, you know, Packers, Steelers there, Sammy. (laughs) She also enjoys James James Patterson and Stephen King novels and all things Disney. They have three dogs, Bert, Fiona, Jackie, and two cats, Tiki, and LeBron. So welcome, Sammy. I appreciate you joining us on today's show. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So let's just kick it off a little bit. You know, we we talk a lot about personal finance and uh, how personal finance habits and your relationship with money kind of starts at a young age. Can you can you talk about how you maybe grew up learning about money and, and how you started using money even as a, as a young adult and how that played a, a role in kind of how you ended up here and, and being a part of our program. And, and let's start right there. Sure. Absolutely. So growing up, um, both of my parents worked full time and, um, made pretty decent money. Um, my dad actually worked at the private school that I attended. So we were very fortunate to save a lot of money on my education. Um, both of my sisters attended public school, so that was pretty easy. Um, We never really went without, though. Um, My parents always made sure that we got to do the extracurriculars that we wanted, sports, dance class, you know, whatever it might be. Um, We didn't take a lot of vacations because we all played softball, so summers were pretty full. But when we did go on vacations, they were, you know, full of family fun. So it it was never really something that I thought about growing up um, until I graduated high school and I set off for college and you know, I couldn't get a loan. And at the time my parents were actually going through a bankruptcy. So that was the first real taste of adulthood that I had. And I thought, well, gee, I have to build up my credit if I ever want to be able to buy a car or do anything on my own. And I got fed all of that, you know, debt is a necessity stuff. And I think that that's really where it started was at 17, 18, when I set off into the real world and I I did what everybody else does. So I think um, I'm right there with you. It's the same thing for me. I think we all have a lot of the same stories. Uh, we don't really think about it too much until all of a sudden we're an adult and it's like, oh, I guess we gotta we gotta do this debt stuff now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you you obviously you know 
took on some debt and share a little bit about that experience. You know, how, how did things go? Was it like credit cards? You mentioned college. Like what were some of the things that you did earlier on and, and what do you feel like as you kind of went on later in your adult life was starting to cause a little bit more financial stress for you, you think? So early on, it was mainly school debt, mainly school loans. Um, I chose to attend a private college, which, um, I mean, college is expensive no matter where you go, but at a private college has certainly got a higher price tag than like a public university. Um, and then I decided, well, I should probably get a credit card through my bank because I wasn't working. I had no savings. So I needed to be able to do stuff, right? And yeah. buy books and <laughs> yep. eat and things that humans need to do. So I took out a, a credit card through my bank and... Uh, the first couple times I used it, I was really proud to pay it off right away. And then I realized, well, I don't have to do that. I can just make the minimum payments. Wrong. And then it came time to get my first car. And if I had listened to my grandfather way back then, he hated debt. He dealt with cash. I bought my first car in cash with his help and paid him off. Um, but yeah, most of my debt, the majority of it was was from school loans, well over probably close to $30,000 when it was all said and done. Okay. Okay. So you ultimately decided to join Roots about three, like literally we were just talking about this right before we jumped on, like just a little over three months ago. Um, but you were a little hesitant. I mean, you've heard, obviously listened to a lot of the workshops and things that we've done over the last couple of years. Right. And, and you had mentioned not too long ago to me that you were uh, is this something that I really want to do or should I have to do? What what was I, what was like the major thing that was kind of holding you back from getting somebody to help you with some of this stuff? So I think the really big thing that's, that held me back and I think probably holds a lot of people back is why should I pay some dude money to help me get out of debt when I could use that money towards my debt? And I think that, you know, I, I was a peer romance consultant for, for a number of years. And I had seen you at national training with Sarah. And that was always my thought was like, well, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm making my minimum payments. Everything's paid on time. I'm doing fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do it on my own. And I was in the workshop that you do the life without payments workshop. I think it was at the, uh, like at the end of April, right before I joined and a light bulb went off and I was like, why why wouldn't I do this? Why wouldn't I listen to someone who has done it himself and did it the hard way? Why wouldn't I hear what he has to say? And I, I jumped and I'm never looking back. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But you're right. A lot of people do have that hesitation. And um, when money, when it comes to money, people, they get very guarded. And I, I do too. I, it's like, it's human nature, right? Um, but you're going to share in just three months what you've done and I, and, and here in just a little bit. And it's just, it's just amazing, but take us back because, and, and you listen to our podcast, you've heard some of the stuff that, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about, but you know, we're sharing basic things here, building your emergency fund, uh, getting on a budget, uh, learning to delay gratification. I mean, just all of these little things, looking back when you first started three months ago, uh, and our core content in the program is, is roughly around eight to nine weeks. So uh, you just completed a lot of that. What were some of the big things in the first two months that you learned that you feel was like kind of the big game changers for you that really kind of got your ball moving in the direction that you wanted it to go? 
Sure. The two big things for me were the behavior module and the budgeting module. And I think those are life changers for pretty much everyone that joins. Um, The behavior change is certainly eye-opening. You see where you're wasting money or where you really don't have to be spending as much as you are. For me, it was eating out and I ate out for lunch pretty much every day because my work is so fast paced. It's just easier to grab and go than to meal prep. And the budgeting module was a huge eye opener. Um, I, I realized that, you know, I was making, I make decent money. And like I said, I pay all my bills on time. They're paid in full, you know, I'm good there, but as much extra money as I was making, I didn't feel like I had any because my emergency fund was usually between a thousand to fifteen hundred, and you know I just spent all the extra stuff. So seeing my money have a purpose is was literally life changing. And I know now that I'm probably going to be debt free in the next eighteen to twenty four months, if not sooner, because I know how to tackle it now. Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. And I think it, it speaks to a lot about lining up financial goals with your current spending habits. And yes. if if you can do that with a budget by changing your behaviors, uh, was it, did you miss the things that you had to cut out though to get to where you are today? Was it, you know, knowing the progress that you made over the last three months, a lot of people look at that and they say, they look at all the stuff that they have to cut out rather than what they gain, right? Do you miss, did you miss a lot of the stuff along the way or, or knowing where you are today, was it worth it? Um, I think that, COVID made it easy to not miss the things that I, that I was, that I was otherwise missing because honestly, when I joined, I was laid off from work. So I was eating at home and I wasn't spending a ton of extra money, you know, eating out. So I think that silver lining of quarantine was that I didn't really miss the things that I had to sacrifice. And then because I went back to work, um, at the end of May, that behavior had already been changed in me over almost two months that I was laid off. So that actually made it very easy to eat lunch out maybe once or twice a week at the most, or or maybe only once or twice a month, depending on things. So I think that COVID made it pretty easy. And I know that I'm probably not one of the very few people that will say (laughs) (laughs) that I came out on the other end of quarantine in a better position than when I went in. So Right, right. Well, you and you joined Roots right at the right time, I think. I mean, we we kicked off that that spring mo- or that spring session not too long. It's probably about four four or five weeks right after kind of the main part of what we're dealing with right now uh kind of hit. And uh, you're not the only one who has said that though. I think I think I, even people outside of Roots have have talked to me about this that you know, they started to realize a lot of their spending habits and they were like, "Wow, I actually have money in my bank account because I can't go anywhere. I can't spend that money. And they started to realize like, wow, maybe I need to kind of keep track of some of this stuff a little bit better, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, we, we've been hearing that quite a bit. There's no question. Okay. So real quick, how much have you been able to save in the last three months and how much uh, debt have you paid off uh, in the last three months total? So in total, let me get it because I have it written down on paper because I don't have it memorized. Um, I have been able to save $5,992.30 and I've been able to pay off $6,188.38 and that includes paying off my car 
two months early. That is incredible. That's over. So, that's saving and paying off over twelve thousand dollars in just three months. If if you would have went back three months ago on April 29th, and I would have told you that that's what you would do, you probably would have thought I was nuts, right? Yeah, I, pro- I probably would have called you crazy and not because <laughs> I don't believe you and I don't believe that the program works, but only because of the numbers that I was seeing beforehand. Yeah. And um, in the nine months before I joined Roots from September to the end of April, I paid off the same amount of money in nine months that I was able to pay off in the three months of being in Roots. And if I had known then, what I know now, I would have joined, uh, you know, years ago, and I, I my financial situation would be completely changed. Right, and I think that's the difference between doing it on your own, which people do, and there's nothing wrong with that, but also doing it with the help of a coach, someone who's not only done it themselves, but helped a lot of other people do it, and you're doing it with a, a lot of other people, group and account, you know, accountability and support. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, but it's it's the same thing. Like get your, you know, well, you work for uh, an auto you know, dealership and, and you work in the service department, you know, I could change my own brakes if I really wanted to, but it would take me probably weeks because I know nothing about cars, right? But I could yeah. probably do it. I could probably YouTube enough out there to find <laughs> out how to do it on my own. It probably wouldn't go so well, but I, I could figure it out, right? But no, yeah. what do we do instead? We take it in and we have the brakes fixed by a professional. And And it's funny when it comes to our finances, we don't connect the dots that way it's it's for some reason we we miss the fact that oh there are people out there that could kind of show us an easier and faster way to do this and it really works um yeah but instead like like you said you know we we wait and we and we delay and i did the same thing i'm i'm just as guilty of it as well because i think it's when it comes to finances again it's just there's that there's just that weird thing it's just a very personal matter and it's hard to open up when it comes to, to money for sure. So that is awesome. Huge congratulations to you. What do you think you. about when you see that number? Can you believe it? It's, it's pretty mind blowing. Um, only because like I said before, I knew that I was making that kind of money. I knew that I was able to do that, but I think before my behavioral change and my mindset change, um, I just wanted to be frivolous, I guess is the best word for it. I was just spending money on stuff that were wants instead of needs. And I think that I, you know, I was just spending because I could and because I wasn't putting it on credit cards, I was making enough money that I haven't used credit cards in almost two years. I haven't had credit card debt. So that was, you know, a big life changer when I took my promotion. But um, to see that number like written down, I still, I still go every week and I, and I check, you know, and I total it up and I make sure that my numbers are right because it still doesn't feel real <laughs> right. that I'm able to save and pay off yep. three to $4,000 a month. Like it's just, those are numbers that I never even thought were possible. Yeah. It's incredible. And it, it, it's, it's, uh, a testament to the hard work that you've put in. And, and I've I've witnessed it. I've seen what you've been doing week in and week out. You're reporting your numbers. You're doing all the things that you should be doing. And and when you do that and you're willing to put in the hard work 
and try some different things, man, amazing results. And we see it all the time. We see it time and time again. So you mentioned like eating out, but were there some other, because I'm sure there's people out there listening to this. They're like, man, I wish I could do that. But what were some other big things? Obviously, you talked about budgeting, behavior, changing your behavior, you know, not eating out as much. Were there any other contributing factors that you think played a role into to getting to where you are in just three months? Um, I think the other really big thing that goes hand in hand with behavior and budgeting is implementing the envelope system um, and and switching to a cash, mainly a cash only lifestyle, which, um, like I said before, my grandfather was a cash guy and he used the envelope system. My aunt actually uses the envelope system and I had tried it before. I didn't have the knowledge or the tools to really do it successfully, but I think that if, if you can switch to cash only for certain things, I realize that that's not maybe doable right now with COVID and, and things like that. But if, if in the long run you can switch to that, I think that you'll really see a difference in your spending because it hurts way more (laughs) to hand over somebody cash than it does to swipe plastic. And if you're anything like me, I, I don't really keep a ledger or a checkbook. Um, I check my bank account, you know, every now and then, but like, uh, I'm not very attentive when it comes to swiping, you know, my plastic. So I think that that's where you really get into trouble with overdraft fees and things like that, because you have no idea how much is actually coming out. But if you're handing over someone cash, you have it in your hand and you know exactly where it's going. Yep. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it is such a great tool to learn and to hold yourself accountable. And uh, when we start hearing conversations of going towards a cashless society, that's where I start to get a little frightened. We actually had a whole podcast about that where we talk about you know cashless payments and things. Because you're right. You, you do feel your purchases a lot more when you hand over real money versus swiping a card. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there's science out there that that's proves it and shows that too. So uh, it's something to, to definitely be aware of to help you curb your spending habits. There's no question. So when when you did this and as you're doing this, have you have you talked to any friends or family about this and your experience? And, and have you had any kind of weird interactions with anybody about some of the stuff that you've been doing? Really, my only weird interactions have been uh, with my parents. Okay. Um, my friends and coworkers... Um, I talk about my debt-free journey. I talk about wanting to pay off my debt and I get really giddy when I print my budget out at the beginning (laughs) of the month and I have it in my planner at work. And I'm like, you know, on my downtime, I'm, I'm on my bank account and I'm, you know, doing my roots 15 and everything like that. And no one at work really looks at me funny. They all think that, you know, good for you. That's awesome that you're trying to do that. You know, that's a really exciting thing. Um, I haven't seen much of my extended family (laughs) in the last few months. So, (laughs) um, you know, I don't really know how any of them would feel, but I imagine they would be proud of me, um, you know, for wanting to be debt free and, and be, you know, interested in buying a home, stuff like that. But with my parents, I think because they have struggled with money for really, I would say most of my life and, and part of the time I didn't know it, but you know, they, they see what I'm doing and I try to tell them, Hey, this will work for you. Like you may have to tweak it and it probably won't be the same way that I'm making my money work. But I promise you, I'm seeing people that are in worse financial situations than you guys pay off incredible amounts of debt 
in really not a lot of time because they're given the tools, you know, to make them successful. So really that's been, I don't want to even call it like pushback, but I'm trying to help my parents yeah. because they've helped me for so long. I want to give something to them that'll make their life easier. You know, they're getting to retirement age almost and they, they don't have that nest egg, you know, they don't have that, uh, that savings that they need to really be secure. So other than that, everyone's been really supportive and really excited for me. So that's I've awesome. Been very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's great. And, and we brought up support and accountability and obviously a, a big part of what we do is uh, because I, I did it on my own and, and it's, it's not fun, you know, trying to do it on your own, having nobody really there that really kind of, kind of relate and, and feel what you're kind of going through. It, it made the, the journey out of debt a lot more difficult. So when we created Roots, we wanted there to be this environment of, of having people around and, and being able to communicate with other people who are on the same journey you were. And, and you've participated in that in the last three months and you're constantly winning, you're sharing your celebrations, you're constantly supporting and uh, helping out other people and cheering on other people. How has that played a role, you think, in the last three months and and helping you get these kinds of results? Because for most people, money is a pretty taboo topic. We don't really like to open up and talk about it with anybody but a lot of us are struggling with a lot of the same types of stuff. But in Roots, we, we have a we have kind of a different environment. Yeah, absolutely. I think that in the Roots community um, on Facebook, it is it's a breath of fresh air. I think that you're you're so used to, at least on social media, comparing yourself to other people. And I think that the Roots community is a really good place for support and accountability. We're all like-minded people. Um, it's like finding your tribe. It's like finding a group of people with a common goal or a common interest at least. And you're just there to support each other, help each other through the tough times, celebrate the good times. And I think that when I started, you know, being new, it was really easy to compare myself to someone who's been in roots for two years and they've paid off, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And I'm like, Holy cow. Like (laughs) that's never, that's unreal. Like what? But now that I see that it's possible, I think that it's really important for people who have been in the group a long time to really support those people in their small wins. Because, you know, for someone like me who can save, you know, a thousand dollars a month in my emergency fund for someone that can only do a hundred dollars a month, they may feel really small or feel very down on themselves. But that was me at one point too. Like at one point, that's all that I was able to save. So I think that the support and accountability is, is huge in, in not getting down on yourself or discouraged that your journey, you know, may just be starting out and may be difficult because they're, is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and some people's rainbows are just a little bit longer. Yep, exactly. And we all have our own mountains to climb and we, mm-hmm. all, we all have our own resources that we get to, to use to climb those mountains. And, right. and depending on what you have, it may take you a little bit longer, but the point is, is uh, like Sammy has pointed out, it, it's important to find that group of people in your life, whether it's in roots or, or someplace else, it's, you've got to find that group to help support you out of debt. I mean, it's, it's, one of the most critical things that we find that those people who are successful versus those who aren't is a lot of those people that are have that group, have that those cheerleaders and have those people that are pushing them. So, so Sammy, last question for you before we end today's show. Um, if you had to go back and and talk to Sammy a couple of years ago, (laughs) what, 
What would you say to her, knowing what you know now after being in the program for three months, a program that you you tried to stay away from, you don't need it, I'm not going to do it, but now that you have, what would you say to her now? I would tell her, first of all, you don't need another credit card. For the love of God, don't do it. <laughs> don't don't consolidate your debt from over here to a credit card over here with zero percent interest because guess what? You're not gonna pay it off in time and that is going to accrue interest. And then once it's all over here, you're gonna be tempted to use the cards that are over here. Um, so no more credit cards would be the first thing that I would tell her. And the second thing would be just do it. Don't be scared of the promotion. Don't be scared of putting yourself out there. And obviously, Brad must know what he's talking about because he did it. He helped Sarah do it. And he's helped thousands of other people do it. And why not you? Why don't you deserve that? What about you makes you different from all those other successful people that have learned and and done what he's told them to do? Awesome. Sammy, huge congratulations to you. Seriously, in three months, what you've been able to achieve, um, it's incredible. It really, really is. And it's Thank a you. testament to to taking action. And we talk about that a lot in this show is that it's one. It's important to educate yourself and learn, but what's even more important is to set out and do. And uh, if there were people in my group that I would call doers, you would be one of them. And, and your numbers, your results, the celebrations, the things that you've been able to achieve in the last three months are, are proof that uh, you put in the hard work, and that that is Thank huge. You. So, congratulations to you. Thanks. Hey, hey, what's inside? I thought this was a party. Let's dance! All right, all right. That sound means it's time for the celebrations of the show, and not that we need any more celebrations after Sammy's interview. Uh, another just a great testimonial to how much success you can have just by implementing the simple things that we're talking about on this show. So we're going to kick it off with Amanda Bowers, $500 in my emergency fund. And Jordan and I got a gym membership and are working on a meal plan to better our health, which is awesome. And I find that a lot with people who work on their personal finances that they also start to eat healthier because it's cheaper to eat at home. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, Diana Lopez paid off my Walmart credit card and paid another $700 towards other debt. That is impressive. That is awesome. Good for her. Uh, Rochelle Allen uh, paid off my first credit card for my debt snowball. It took me about five months to do. And the next one will probably be paid off in about eight months. It feels like forever, but progress is progress. And I'm so ready to feel the momentum. Heck yeah. And I got to tell, I, I tell you, I remember... When I was going through it, it felt like forever. But when you look back when it's done, it really is just kind of a small moment of time of your entire life. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's a testament to the discipline that she's learning to pay that debt off. I mean, five months, now she's going to go after one that's eight months. Um, step by step. That's awesome. Good for her. Alex Velez, just a small win, but... We stuck to our budget all week, and I got to just disagree, Alex. This is a huge win, by the way, just sticking to your budget and correcting those behaviors. That's awesome. And they also packed breakfast and lunches all week. Those are huge. That's awesome. Uh, Natalie Hotchadel put in the last payment for the auto loan. Awesome. Wow. Way to go, Natalie. 
Uh, Shelly Terpstra, my husband is on board. I asked him to pick up a few groceries and he asked me how much was budgeted to spend. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is a huge win. That in alone, that, that in itself is just a huge win. So congratulations to those guys. And congratulations to you if you're working so hard and getting out of debt and just, again, following these simple things that we're sharing on the show. Uh, they're easy to do, but it is hard work and it does take time. So congratulations to you for getting those big wins. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review in Apple podcast. We actually go through and read every single one of those. And as you know, the debt-free dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you and we will see you on an upcoming episode of the show. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.